An internal investigation of Kenosha, Wisconsin police officers is currently underway. Kenosha, Wisconsin, again. And in Kenosha right now, uh, activists are speaking out after a video that was shared to social media appears to show a Kenosha police officer repeatedly striking a man. The officer wrongly thought was involved in a serious hit-and-run crash. The police were told that the suspects of the hit-and-run crash were in a nearby restaurant. And when officers entered that restaurant, they entered the premises, and police say that a staff member told them that suspicious people with a baby were dining in the restaurant. The gentleman who was victimized by these officers was sitting in the restaurant while peacefully eating with his wife and infant child. Now, in the video that I'm about to show you, uh, this is for those of you who are watching on YouTube, uh, for everyone else who's listening on a podcast platform, just give me about 90 seconds. I still want you to listen to this video because in the video, the officers are mobbing this guy, pulling on him, uh, uh, yanking on his arms, his body, his head, neck, while he's holding his baby there. And after a few seconds, the baby appears to, I can't really tell if the baby fell out of his arms or if someone, uh, uh, a bystander, took the baby out of his arms. Um, but either way, once the baby was out of this man's arms, the police threw him the rest of the way down. He had been sitting at that point. They threw this innocent victim uh, down to the ground, and one officer appears to immediately punch him uh, what appeared to be eight times on or about the head. Eight times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight punches to the head. And again, when I play the video, for those of you who are just listening on another podcast platform, you will hear the thud of each punch. The video, again, is about 90 seconds long, 92, 93 seconds. Here it is. Police would later find their suspects inside of that restaurant, but in the bathroom. It wasn't that innocent man who was punched on or about the head eight times. It wasn't that innocent victim who, prior to punching him in the head eight times, that officer and his 
fellow officers uh, were mobbing this guy, uh, wrestling with him while he's holding a baby in his arms. And let it be said, according to reports, not only did they attack this innocent man, uh, punch him on or about the head eight times, but they also followed through with their mistake and charged the man and his wife with obstruction, resisting arrest, and disorderly conduct. They went through with this and charged this man after all of that, after they got the real suspects who were found in the bathroom of this restaurant. They charged this man and his wife with obstruction, disorderly conduct, and resisting arrest. Now, my question to you in this very brief and rather unprepared podcast episode of my show, my question for you is who among those of you who are watching or listening would not resist? Who among you would not become disorderly if you are sitting at this restaurant having a nice meal with your wife and your infant son or daughter, your infant child, a baby in your arms? Uh, I read some reports saying that the man was actually in the process of changing his baby's diaper when the police mobbed him, wrestled him to the ground, ended up beating him about the head eight times what appeared to be on or about his head. I can't say for sure. You guys watch the same video I do. It's not really clear where he's being hit, but you certainly hear the, the thud. Now who among you would not become disorderly if you were in that man's, that innocent man's situation. And then they charge him with obstruction, obstruction of what, what did that man do to hinder the investigation of these officers? And a parallel question, what did the officers do themselves to hinder their own investigation? See, and I want to make sure I get this in here because this is an important thing that I almost forgot to talk about. So I'm going to plug this in. I'm, I'll edit this in. Um, think about what happened. Those of you who saw the video, those of you who just heard the video, just picture it. But those of you who saw the video, think about what you saw. And you hear that baby crying. You hear that gentleman's wife crying. You hear the anger, confusion, pain, frustration in his voice as well. And just imagine the trauma of that incident. What do you think that's going to do with that man? His sense of justice, fairness. What do you think that's going to do to that wife and mother? To her sense of justice, fairness, safety. And what do you think that's going to do to that baby? Do you think that things, you know, I don't, I don't want to ask a patronizing question. Let me just say this. I'm sure people out there know, I'm sure most of you understand that things like that that happened to a child, even at that young age, and maybe especially because of that young age, that is going to leave a mark on that child in one way or another. So you have a father and husband, you have a mother and wife, and you have a child who are marked for life by the trauma of that incident. Now multiply that by, I don't know, 10, 100, 1,000, 10,000, 
do the math and feel the effects of it. People say, well, you should just comply. Oh, he should just comply and he wouldn't get hurt. What is there to comply with in a situation like that? I just, I, I beg you, please put yourselves in this man's position. Now, after my last episode, uh, and I talked about how um, my wife and I, we had to make adjustments on our vacation. I'm not going to get too much into it, but we had to make adjustments. And there's some people who came into uh, the comments on social media, uh, sent me messages and whatnot saying, uh, saying I was a little paranoid. I overreacted. Well, when you see this video and you hear my reporting on this incident, um, what is, was my so-called overreaction justified? Because I put myself in that man's shoes. I, when I was back home in Ohio on vacation a couple of weeks ago, we were there for three months. I had several incidences where I was at a restaurant sitting down, having a great wonderful meal with my wife and our two children. So that man, that man is me. That man is millions of black men in America. I'm no different than you. I don't proclaim to be more sympathetic, empathetic, more, more uh, analytic uh, than any of you out there. So if we are the same, if we are a part of the same human race, if we are a part of the same uh, citizenry of the United States of America, can we not share in understanding this predicament that this man and many other black Americans face with being brutalized by the police? Can we not share our hearts and put ourselves in that situation? Can we not open our hearts and understand a situation like that. He should have just complied, some people are saying. Again, my question, who among those of you who are watching and listening to me would not resist, would not become disorderly in a situation like that? You saw the video. Let me hear your comments. I want to know how you feel about this. Um, it... it it really upsets me to see these kind of things. It's it's hard to put words on how it makes me feel. When I say it upsets me, that, that, that doesn't cover it. It does so much more to me than that because it's simple for me to put myself in that man's situation. That could have been me. That is me. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I want to hear your comments. Uh, look me up on my website, johnallenpod.com, J-O-H-N-A-L-A-N-P-O-D.com. Send me an email, jump on my social media, wherever you can reach me, and let's talk about this. I want to hear how this makes you feel. I'm telling you how it makes me feel. I don't think I'm being unreasonable. I don't think I'm unreasonable in demanding that we have a better, uh, um, that we have more accountability for our police officers. I don't want to hear your crap. For those of you who are out there going to call me anti-police, I, I am so far from anti-police, so far from that. I'm anti-bad policing, anti-bad policing. 
I am pro-unity. I am for the harmony, the lacking harmony. I want that harmony that America is supposed to stand for. That's what I want. I want the civil rights that were fought for. I want the equality, that word that comes up time and time again in our Constitution, uh, time and time again among everybody, whether you're left, right, center, that word equality comes up a lot. That's what I want. I'm pro that. Okay? Hit me up on social media. John Allen Official on Facebook. John Allen Official on Instagram. John Allen Pod on Twitter. Look me up there. Let's talk about this. Take care now. Go out there, love and be loved and enjoy the process. Bye now. <laughs>